When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, I'm not talking about, what is it, Woodstock 99, Holden? Yes. That you keep bringing up because I just say I just want to break stuff sometimes. Yeah, dude, because they got on stage and they charged everybody $100 for a water. And so then the Limp Bizkit got on stage and was like, hey, don't you hate the man, man? Fuck rhymes with suck. By the way, I'm just so glad someone finally figured out that the word fuck rhymes with suck. I don't know <laughs> if Limp was the inaugural <laughs> user of the fuck suck <laughs> rhyme pattern, but I guess we'll give it to them. Actually, probably the sex worker that said, do you want fuck suck? Yeah, well, it's be. all about the he said, she said bullshit. All <laughs> oh, right, please. When they told the men to burn down the festival and that we didn't even have a fun festival for another 10 years. I know. Was Limp Bizkit was my jam. Sorry, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because of that This Is Pop series. They did an episode on festivals, and they covered the whole Woodstock 94, Woodstock 99 phenomenon. And it was weird. It was such a weird time in our history that we've forgotten about because since then, they kind of figured it out with Coachella and Bonnaroo. We kind of have forgot, you know, Lollapalooza survived all this time, but uh, even that has changed drastically. They even talked about how, like, the first Coachella, they literally were, like, handing out free bottles of water in the, uh, you know, as you walked in yeah, just to say, hey, should. we're not going to make you so mad that you just want to literally burn our festivals That you want to break stuff. But what about the Family Values Tour? The Family Values Tour oh, was able to do it. Fuck yeah, bro. Are we seriously going to talk about it? Yeah, we're fucking talking about the Family, family Values Tour. You want to talk about the fucking Family Values Tour? Yeah, I want to talk about the fucking Family Values Tour. I want to talk about OzFest. I want to talk about Warped Tour. <laughs> I'll talk about Warped Tour. Now I, have a final, now I can finally weigh in. That's yeah. the only <laughs> festival that I've consistently attended. Yes. Haven't been to a Warped Tour since 20, 2003, but I can't imagine they've changed that much. Uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Welcome to page seven. Now, we've got, we have one MJ on vacay, but we were just discussing this. Does not count as vacation if you are not only with your own children, but with other people's children as well. I think that, that you should be compensated <laughs> for going somewhere else with more children than you usually have in your own home. Also, I'm in Woodstock, so it's basically Woodstock 2021. <gasps> Oh my God, it's just one of these days. 
And do, are you going to go break stuff? I, I would love to. Rot. Are you going to have your children burn whatever structure you're staying in right now? I mean, straight up to the ground. It's be- that's that's the direction we're trending. We've got a two, three, four, and five year old all in a house together, and so it's a, basically a combination of the first Woodstock and the second Woodstock. That is Hell truly yeah. horrifying. Even I was more talking about the amount of children that are in the house with you, and I am very impressed. That you are doing it. and um, But again, if you want to go break stuff, uh, I mean, I'll watch the kids. And if you think everything's fucked and if you think five things suck, then, you know, we can also say that. But Jackie, damn it. <laughs> we lost MJ. We lost it as I was screaming towards <laughs> MJ about what their kids were going to do. Um, we lost them because they are trying to hide inside of a garage of sorts to get away from all of the children that they are on quote unquote vacation with. I get it. Hey, look, my internet's gone down during these episodes before. Let's just plow through and see what happens. Uh, so I guess for me- Christ let- on a cross. I'm back. They're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh my God. What were we just talking about? Should I talk about Vegas? Do you guys want to hear yeah, about Vegas? Yeah, tell us about, so hear about also, Vegas. Yeah, Holden just got back from Vegas on his- Baby Moon Boys yes. trip. Yeah, I don't know. We need a name for this. The trip. You can't call it the Baby Moon because every time I say Baby Moon, people go, but he went without Lexi. Right. I mean, that's mostly oh, just my yeah. mother. But It's yeah. a daddy moon. Yeah. Call it a daddy moon. It's a daddy moon. I'm going to say if I take in Lexi, she may have had a difficult-ish time with the 115 degree heat and uh, yeah, and in incessant a place where- cigarette smoke yeah. and um, <laughs> just the constantly everyone being absolutely hammered and on mushrooms for most of it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that all of those things combined. Man, does a casino make a lot more sense in Vegas while on mushrooms. I have to say that for first performance. I think you get there and you go, God, this humanity, what is happening? What depths have we descended to to create this monstrosity of capitalism? And then you eat the mushrooms, you're like, I completely get this. This is animalistic. We're <laughs> animal tribal individuals. The also the fascinating thing I think about Vegas, like we start, we stayed in a very fancy place. Got a discount on this, whatever. I don't want to get into it. Might, we might have some uh, mafia con- uh, connections, is all I'm going to say. Oh my God, I am watching The Sopranos right now. I know all about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. fun. By the way, shout outs to Johnny Knuckles. You took care of us the whole time. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> no, you dude. I'll never tell him where that quote unquote problem went. Oh, uh, no. Yes. I'll never tell them about the quote unquote breathing problem that we had to deal with. <laughs> I'm but very either way, scared of that. Uh, <laughs> we killed a man in Vegas. No, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, that said, starting at one of the fanciest, I would say, resorts there, and then walking, and essentially we would uh, we went on a magical journey from absolute, utter, total, complete luxury, and just slowly watched the class descend. And we got all the way until our final casino we got to, which is the Cortez, which is like the, that's the place where it's just old school. It's like 80s style. You say this just, like it's, it's disgusting. disgusting. I think it, yeah, but isn't the disgusting great. part of the magic? Fucking awesome part of it. But it's just wild to see, like, you will see all, every, like, angle of America in this town, in this one town. You know what I mean? Like, you'll just see it all. You'll go from the lap of luxury to literally like the the deepest depths of sadness. You know what I mean? In terms of, I mean, you don't have to, you know, not that luxury, not that rich people are happy, but you know what I mean? Not sadness, just, just, just the, the crazy decline you watch happen. And I'll tell you what, 
the the shittier parts way the funner part. Yeah, of course it <laughs> yeah, is. Of course, because if I mean, I grew up in a casino town, and like the the older the casino, the less updated the casino, the better. Yes, you know. And and uh, Fremont is bananas. That's like the outdoor place where you can do you know take your beers around everyone's hammered there's just insane people i literally watched it was like there were these hilarious like tourism tourist bands were like they were like this one group was called like spandex nation and they were just like 80s hair metal you know just doing a bunch of covers there was this other band it was like a lady a front woman and i think she was singing bad romance and there was literally just this middle-aged like super white trash drunk lady, literally just arms up, like fully laid out on the ground like a pencil, just rolling around to the music. Living her best life. And then she like got, I was like, this is Jackie in 20 years. She got up, (laughs) grabbed the first guy she saw and just started dancing with her, like straight off of the ground. You gotta wait. I have to marry Jeff first before he can divorce me to get to 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 that that floor. Uh Rolling around like a little roly poly. I'm just gonna be going, I'ma be a butterfly. I'ma be a butterfly. (laughs) It was a disaster. Then we ended up hiding in, uh, I forget the name of the bar, but there was like a vampire dance party in the back. And of course they recognized Henry and uh, uh, I, I guess the DJ's name was like DJ like Nightblades yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and it was awesome because we were all tri- we were all just in the bar because we were tripping really hard and not there to be at a gothic vampire dance party. But when in gothic dance party, I mean, Go for it. take off your clothes and start kissing. I couldn't move. It was one of those points in the night where I was like, I can't move from this spot. I can talk nonsense at you for the next hour, yes. but I will not be standing up unless I will piss my pants and I need to take care of that. Like I am, mu- I am at in the depths of, of, uh, of the tripping, right. And the craziness. So uh, that all said, uh, <laughs> shout outs to DJ. I think your name was <laughs> DJ. Whatever night night weapons sling blade. I'll never forget you, DJ. <laughs> question blades, mark. But I can't remember. But shout out. Uh, question mark. I literally watched hammered goth kid after hammered goth kid get kicked out of the back of that. Go- bar. Oh, of course, over and over again, just hammered people. <laughs> tiny girls, big guys, just all of them. A line, a constant revolving line of people getting kicked out of that crazy goth dance party. So I'm sad I didn't actually get back to meet you, Nightblades, but I don't even think your name's DJ Nightblades, but it's something (laughs) close. But it's sick as shit if it is, and I support it 100%. It was funny. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Ben was throwing the dice off the table at one point in the craps too much. We were laughing at that. Just the description of all of this like I don't know if I can hang with it like I don't know if I could do Vegas anymore I feel like old Jackie could do Vegas right yeah that's how I feel too we walked over eight miles the first night you only got one shot do not miss your chance to blow that's right dude <gasps> dude and I did I won a freestyle competition it was amazing it was wow incredible. that yeah, yeah. No, that wait really like yeah yeah watch. I was like doing the freestyle competition but I was like it's not right it's not right Lexi's not here and then the back of the crowd, I see a little bit of movement. I see a little blonde you just head see a pregnant belly. Yeah. Someone's just like, what are you doing here, bitch? You're pregnant. You know what I mean? Some audience, bitch, you're fucking pregnant. You know what I mean? Everybody's yelling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know all about what you mean. Being pregnant, being in Vegas. Is that my fucking pregnant ass wife in the crowd? Everyone's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> they were saying my rap name, which What's is your fucking, rap name? H Dong, H Dong, H Dong. Oh, H Dong? Dong. Yeah, H Dong. Fuck yeah. Wow. Yeah, by the way, 
The guys all unanimously decided that they uh, they think I got a hog on me, and I'm happy about that. Wow, that is very ni- that is a nice thing to say. They were like, "We've done a lot of research, and we're pretty sure you're packing." I can't di- differentiate between what is fiction <laughs> and what is reality at this that, point. Weirdly enough, the 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 former was. Wait, wait, the latter, I don't know what former and latter mean anymore. I the forgot latter, I think, is the last thing. It's, it's, the big hog is true? The latter is nonfiction. Ah. The latter's nonfiction. The Whoa. former. Absolutely friction. I'm so sorry, MJ. I never ended up at a freestyle competition in Las Vegas. And Lexi didn't drive five hours to surprise me at said competition. But you could have. You, you never know. You never know. I, I'm glad that you got a big hog. I'm happy <laughs> for you, though. No, it's, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's just, it's fine. But I like that the guys uh, think I've got, I've just got some kind of monster going. So you didn't pull out your peni at the table in Vegas. Yeah, how did that How did that come up? Shockingly, I did not. Yeah. Shockingly, I don't, guys talk. Hey, the guys talk and the guys listen. You know what I mean? Which is a lot of back and forth going on. <laughs> they talk and they bring out their hugs. Yeah, we just talk about, like, literally guys talk about, like, four things. That's one of them. What happens you know what I mean? in Vegas, I guess. It's talked thing about is that on the I've podcast. I've known and, and worked and hung out with all of you guys for 20 years at this point. And I, I you guys very rarely, is this part of the reason why I wasn't invited? I because, mean, oh, we guys, can't talk about our dongs. We definitely talked so much about, like, I mean, we literally just, man, I, <laughs> we literally just be like, all right, guys, I got to go back to the room. Fuck it. <laughs> Blast a nut and take a nap. We'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> oh, though it's again very similar to your vacation, MJ. Right? How, uh, how similar on a scale? I got, one a, to go, ten. I got a glass of fucking Jack Daniels on oh. the rocks. Right? So look, guys. I don't know about you. I'm at the pool, standing around, just looking at you know. There was a pool, by the way. At our hotel where, where the ladies could be uh, have their breasts out, which is fun. That's great. Yeah. That is fun. I think it's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do you. Holden's going to be on my vacation in about two years. Yes. And yes. I'm going to have left my children with, with a capable, loving adult, and I will be in Vegas with Jackie, and I will be talking about... We'll be talking about our hugs, and we'll be freestyling. <laughs> oh, we're going to be catch- I'll be making up for lost time. And, oh, we're going to be freestyling, and it's going to be amazing. I'm not going to lie. I would love to do that with y'all, too. Honestly, I'm sure I probably won't be allowed to um, by my police officer. By that, I mean my wife. I'm just kidding. I love my wife. Um and we're going to take care of this baby together. Okay, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be around. Man, when you say it though like that, then everybody believes it. I know that to be true. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I would love to roll up with you guys. I, I think it would be so, so fun. Yeah. I want to too. I mean, I am having a great time, but uh, it's just not the same as uh, a trip to Vegas with Henry and Ben and all of those guys. But, uh, you know, it is... Not the same apartment that I've been being in for the last, uh, I think, approximately 19 months. Yeah. Um, and so that part is it, it's, it's about as thrilling as the Las Vegas Strip to literally be anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, though, MJ, if there was a picture taken of you out there, it would look a lot like the picture that was taken of Ashley Olsen mm. hiking in the woods. And I would hope that that would be the case. I imagine your kids would just be running along in front of you. And guys, if you have not looked at this picture, look up Ashley Olsen hiking. <laughs> she has a glass of whiskey in one hand. She has a machete in the other hand. She's got Yeezys on a beret and some sort of 
Yoga toga? Yeah, she looks yeah, great. Yeah, I said yoga toga. Her outfit is honestly, I've, looks great. I've also seen different descriptions, different interpretations. I've seen some people be like, it's a beer and a glass, which I don't think it is. I think it's whiskey. Some people be like, it's, she's got a backwards baseball hat on. There's a lot of different interpretations of exactly what's going on with oh, her. Maybe it is a backwards baseball hat. I thought it was a beret. I got really excited about the beret. It, I mean, you know, it could be, there's a lot. It's like, it looks like a big one piece white flowy thing, but it actually is probably separate sweatpants, a white, white sweatpants, white sweatshirt, and like a, like a, some sort of, again, flowy thing. And she's got this machete. She's, you know, you can't even really see her face, but she looks very deadpan. And uh, I saw my favorite meme of this was the like millennials, how it started, how it's going. And it's like a picture of her like at Disneyland and full house. And then this, (laughs) I really, I just feel, I've always felt a little connected to the Olsen twins because I'm their exact same age. And I loved full house. And even though I never looked like a normal child, like they did where they were like the ultimate normal child. And I wasn't, I just, I was like, yeah, you're, you're what people like me are supposed to be like. You're like a girl like my age is supposed to look like you. And I guess I identify with you for that. And so I, uh, I always feel I like them and, uh, I like her even more after this picture. Yeah. I'm also just going to go ahead and say like, even, I mean, this looks, you know, you got a drink in your hand, you got these robes on. She looks kind of casual and chilling. And at the same time, I think I want to say like, I've been in height, little woody hikes like these, little woodsy hikes. Not woody hikes. I'm not like sporting a fucking bone. I don't Sounds know. You like got a hog down there. You're talking about hogs yeah. everywhere you go. I just love that they think that I do. <laughs> I just love they're like, we've made some. They even said it to <laughs> no, me. They're like, we've made some assessments nice. and we have a feeling that you're. Wait, may I ask who the spokesperson was of this conversation? Good question. I think it was, it was like Kissel and Travis, mm. maybe. Mm. I could see that. Henry Ed. Yeah, they all the boys. They all Kissel's got to say how he feels, and I completely <laughs> understand. Someone brought this up in an email to me <laughs> earlier about talking about how on Roundtable the way that Kissel would open himself up towards me, and you know what I do? You know what I appreciate the honesty. He honestly said some very sweet things to me on this trip, which was kind of, Kissel was so sweet. He's so trip. nice. Then, you know why? This is why you want to ha- you want to have fun. You, you want to uh, 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 just not have Kissel say anything terrible to you. Just, just be with him in Vegas. He's in his natural <laughs> element. I've never seen a Vegas. creature. A bear in his natural habitat. Yeah. I've seen monkeys in the jungle. I've seen, you know, fish in the sea. I've never seen a creature more in their natural environment than Ben Kissel in the Las Vegas Strip. That is just where he belongs. That's where he should be. I tell you what, I wish I looked like Ashley Olsen, though, on a hike, because I was on a hike literally last week out to go see the Heart Rock out I don't know. Jeff thought it would be nice and romantic. And I just, man, burst into tears, <laughs> probably halfway in. Absolutely terrified. Me too, I'm like you. I don't like a hike. I'm just like you. Yeah. I, I I completely uh, cannot. It's don't supposed to be an easy trail. And he showed me, he's like, it says easy. It's a, And I'm like, but then why? I'm so scared, though. And even though it's just like a really steep thing, I'm like, I can't hold on to anything. Yeah. I gotta go up the steep thing. And also, what if you trip? It is a just a sharp edge down into some sort of uh, <laughs> rapids rocks. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. We got lost in my boner again. <laughs> you, got lost, I mean, say, you got lost in your boner again. It's because it's so I big. Meant, look, they just, <laughs> a group of men told me I have a big penis. I mean, come on. Don't you want to live in that for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Not you, but me. 
Uh, but any anywho, what I was gonna say is like, looks like she's just on like a casual little stroll through the woods. But damn it, it's so nice to have a fucking big, dumb machete like that. I mean, a stick will do the trick, I guess. But she just has that because she knows she's going to encounter some annoying shit. And instead of getting your face a spiderweb all up, up in your bullshit, she's just going to hack away at it instead. Which that's it's awesome. just common sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's got. And I love her. Gl- I feel like she's not only got whiskey in that glass, it looks like it might be a very nice cocktail. I yeah. Hope Maybe it a is. whiskey soda at the least. Like that. She 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 mixed for the trip. She, she thought it all through. She's thriving. Yeah. Oh. She she is literally and she deserves it. Yeah. Those guys had a hard time of it, man. Do you remember how disgusting the world was to them? It is easy to forget. When they turned 18? Yeah. <laughs> Our world was monstrous to them. There was a fucking countdown clock to when these children turned 18. These famous for being children, children. Yeah. It was disgusting. And then they were... You know, so scrutinized for, you know, disordered eating. And it was just, they had the worst fucking time of it. And I, and, and then, you know, one of them definitely dated that guy <laughs> who was really old. And they just had so much scrutiny. Right. And I'm just so happy to see her thriving. The Heath Ledger thing's a little, I don't know. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been some questionable choices made. But haven't we all? This is the thing. Haven't all millennials had their questionable choices their struggles uh and we haven't all had it play out in front of the world from the time that we were literally babies and had no choice you know they had no choice about their fame it's so and john stamos john stamos is over here being like i guess i'm happy for them (laughs) imagine not only did you have this whole life on full house but for the rest of your life people are going to be asking bob saget John Stamos and Dave Coulier about, about you. you. Like these grown ass men, grown ass men who haven't talked to you probably since you were 12. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're That's a 35 year old woman. I can't speak for her anymore. No, but except that all we think about is that they were going to sell their own brother for 50 cents. <laughs> brother for sale, only 75 cents. Brother for sale. Go, they go all the way down to fifty cents. What kind of whole cold-hearted bitches they are! They were gonna sell their own brother for fifty fucking I mean, cents. Come on, he probably sucked. Yeah, right? but I mean, he was probably annoying. Also, though, speaking of Olsen siblings, how weird is it that now Elizabeth Olsen, they're. The, she really probably got the best out of everything because she didn't have the totally messed up childhood. She's so talented. And she's so talented. Oh, she's so talented. And now she has like a fantastic career. And I wonder how Mary-Kate and Ashley feel about that. I hope that they're happy for her. Well, they're doing great because they have their whole like a design, like fashion design line. Yeah. And they're doing really well, but outside of the spotlight. So good for them. Good for them. Good for all of them. For and it them. seems like that they support each other. And I think that that is just, oh, it's dynamite. And dude, honestly, if you're going to even go through a casual walk through the woods as long as you're not going to freak someone else out honestly a machete rules for that because any brush or dumb shit that gets in your way you just do a couple swings and it's over yeah all right (laughs) and maybe you're slowly killing the forest but whatever sometimes the forest needs a little like discipline okay (laughs) that's what she's doing she's disciplining the forest yeah well everyone's like oh plants are alive so we can't even eat plants anymore i'm just gonna exist on oxygen only diet and i'm like you have an eating disorder a b if the plants can feel and think then why are they all up in my bullshit they need manners. What did you just watch Notting Hill? I feel that I always think about in Notting <laughs> no. Hill when she thinks that vegetables have feelings. Um, 
And um, they're all like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I have never seen that film. Oh, I am a raw fruitist, I believe is what she said. Um, and, I will um, never now watch that film unless you make me do a pop history on it. Uh-oh, I think I wrote that <laughs> down somewhere in my brain. Did I just brain. ask to watch Notting Hill? Yes, I did. You have done this to yourself, <laughs> and I will not accept any of the blame. As much as I don't know if Nicolas Cage can accept any of the blame for Tiffany Haddish's first orgasm. This, I wasn't, I don't know. I read this article a couple of times. <laughs> I love this. And I think it's, I love Tiffany Haddish. Me too. I think I, I'm, I think, I think she's absolutely fantastic. She's amazing. She has clawed her way up. She's so fucking talented. And I love, something I love even more about her is that apparently her first orgasm, all right, go with me, guys. The first orgasm she had was when she was on a date going to see Face Off for the first time. Yes, the 1997 film Face Off. And she came for the first time while somebody was finger blasting her. And right after she came, she looked into the open maniacal eyes of Nick Cage in Face Off. I'm throw it out there. Face Off is, and you go, go ahead and put, put me to the reins. Face Off is a perfect movie. Face Off is amazing. And I understand how you could come while watching Face Off. I mean, I'd still like to put you in some reins. You can put me but in yes, some Facebook rains. is a great movie. Yay. I will rein you okay. up. Okay. <laughs> so Face Off is a perfect movie, yes. But that said, I watched it really recently, probably during the pandemic. And uh, it is. I don't think this kind of MJ MJ. This kind of sounds like a I'm not racist, but uh, face off is perfect. But oh, you ain't coming to face off. <laughs> it's probably at the bottom of my list uh, for for faces. His that actor's face in that movie, literally any face he makes the entire movie, is at the bottom of my list for what I want to see yes. during that kind of mood because it that movie is. You know, the best, weirdest, worst, absolutely most insane movie ever made. And Nicolas Cage is, I don't know, you know, you could, I'm sure we could have a whole podcast series about who's crazier in that movie, John Travolta or Nicolas Cage. God, they're so good. It's just, they're so good. so good at acting like each other. They are. It is like, come at me. Come, go ahead and come at me. They are so good at playing each other. No, you're yeah. right. I'm, I'm looking at you. Jumanji 2. You could have taken a couple notes from Face Off You're because right. I was looking forward to Jumanji 2. What? And I'm going to say this here. What? And they did Jumanji 2 disappointed me. What? what? Yes. I loved Jumanji 2. No, the re the first one of the reboot amazing and perfect. I love them both. You loved both? I love them both. I love both. I, I liked both. it, but I wanted it to be better. Oh, I know. Well, it can always be better, Jackie, but can't we just appreciate the things we have? It was just because I was so excited. <laughs> my 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 needs were all the way up here, and apparently this would all, I'd feel much better if I just watched Paddington 2, which I haven't watched Paddington 1 or 2 yet. And everyone says, well, if you, if you need a sequel, to fill your loins. Well, maybe it's not Paddington 2. Yeah, but apparently it's a very good movie. I hope it doesn't make you horny though, Jackie. I hope. I, I mean, who knows? I love his little hat. <laughs> but I will say this. I think my favorite part of the story, going back to Tiffany Haddish's O face while seeing Nick Cage, 
eye to eye in that moment, which by the A, she alluded to the fact she never had an orgasm before. Yeah, it was her first, which yes. good for that guy. Yeah. But I also, I also feel like we got to get education out there. I want to I send like a team around to schools called like the Bean Flickers. Or you could totally go ahead and check out um, Talking Sex with Jay and Dr. Jay Perfect. every yeah. Tuesday night and come talk to me and our fun sex therapist friend. We can talk about these things because you're right. It is sad yeah. that like it took a long time for not only I didn't expect anyone to ever get me off. Yeah, she had to get it from someone else. That that alludes to the fact that uh, of, I think, a society in which uh, women feel uncomfortable to masturbate. And are told that it's disgusting for uh, young people identifying as women to masturbate and how they should feel shame for it. Right, yes. right. But that's its own point. Yeah. My favorite part of the story is actually not that. Oh. But my favorite part of the story is the fact that she did not remember the incident until she met, they met him in person. And then it clicked. And then felt compelled to tell him. Tell him. This is the craziest part of the story. You're This is Nick Cage. I love not, Tiffany Haddish so much. He's, <laughs> I love Even her. if you've only ever seen Face Off. He's a legend. If, even if you're not familiar with any of the rest of his work, it's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage, the most, like, the example of, like, the weirdest celebrity. And you look at him. You get this memory. Wow, the first time I came, I was watching Face Off in a movie theater. And then you feel the you feel like you can't not tell him. She was like, I couldn't not. <laughs> I had to. and But she was also like, is this going to be a story that makes him feel harassed, which is a great question to ask because it is a pretty weird story to tell someone. But he thought it was great because of course he did because he's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, of course. I also, I do appreciate the fact that she thought about that and thought about that as that she said, she's like, I don't want to like, creep him out. I'm not telling him, which I do appreciate because I feel like it's there a were creepy times, story. It's a, it is. I feel like there were times in my life that, uh, that I would have done something like that just to upset someone right and good for her that she was like no i feel like i can't not think about it so i want to let him know but she's tiffany haddish who is did she's amazing so of course she was able to like do it effortlessly so that he laughed about it and i'm just glad that she didn't realize this because i've i don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for the movie that nick cage is in right now called pig where Ye he loses his truffle Ye pig <laughs> and apparently it is very good really yeah apparently it's really good I have only seen the stills of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? And it, ke <laughs> it keeps popping up. And um, But I think it would be probably weirder if she saw that movie and kept thinking about coming instead because he doesn't... I don't know if it's a sexy film about a pig. I mean... This is the thing. Any Nicolas Cage movie is weird to come to. Like any. Right. There is not a one where you're like, oh, that's totally Ooh. makes sense. I don't know. Con Air. <laughs> I think I could slip out of the chair with Con Air. I think Con Air could Bad be. Bad Lieutenant when you oh just fucking snort the don't coke even bring and bang that Bad chick Lieutenant in front of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> confession, yeah, confession. Bad Lieutenant was sexy to me Woo. from a young age, and it was very, very upsetting. Very Talked crazy. about that in therapy in a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Also, uh, uh, do you guys have this? Because I talked about this last week, I think, about how weirdly, like, Brendan Fraser is just up in my old jerk <laughs> scenes. Because remember, because yes. he was in Bedazzled, and I used to use that, Elizabeth <laughs> Hurley, in that made me very horny as a boy. You know, I don't think the new generation has this at all, by the way. The proximity people who are just in their weird masturbation I mean, they might. It is weird that you brought this up. But they just go on the internet. That's true. Yeah, but they could just go on, I mean, for the most part, right? Right. I mean, I guess. Mainstream PG movies are not not the spank bank for people who have the internet in their pockets, I think. Not anymore. Yeah. Do do, do y'all have any weird memories of like, oh, I weirdly had to like, um, because I think my weirdest one was, remember the Mariah Carey video? And there was that guy um, who was like, hey, hey, hey. It was like (laughs) an older dude. And- like, I was just going to town on myself, and this guy was just always... Also, Willie Nelson huh? in the Jessica Simpson music video for Dukes of Hazard. I thought you meant in a Mariah Carey song. was like, I know for a fact that Willie Nelson and Mariah Carey have never done a song together. No, no. Uh, I'll try to look up the Mariah Carey one but while... while Is it the fantasy music video? Because I, I know so. that you... Would, I know, I remember you and Marcus both... Love. I was going to say, I associate the fantasy video with Marcus more than Holden. Yes. We talked about that a lot. It is weird, though, because I did recently this week, which I forgot to talk about on Talking TV, I watched Blast from the Past, and I hadn't seen it in such a long time, but I watched it a bunch when it was out, and I didn't realize how much of, like, what I was looking for in a partner was linked to Brendan Fraser and... Christopher Walken in Blast from the Past. <laughs> and um, that's saying something because also Jackie lived in a bunker <laughs> underneath the ground. And that's the person you base your partner off of. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. Oh, is it Loverboy? It might be Loverboy, but I will. Yes, it's Loverboy. Oh my God, I went to town on myself and there's, <laughs> there's this guy in it. I'm pretty sure it's Loverboy. And there's just a guy that there's just like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. It was just this old guy. And Will, yes, this guy. And then Willie Nelson, I'm looking at the video right now. Willie Nelson in a Jessica Simpson music video for that Dukes of Hazard movie. She would like wash a car in a bikini and all this stuff. And I used to, let's just say, use that video. And uh, just Willie Nelson, just up, just while I'm spanking it, just watch <laughs> Willie Nelson sing a song. The, my closest to, uh, analog to this is the um, Aaliyah video for Are You That Somebody? Because I, I, I like, it was a mix of like being, thinking she was so hot and I didn't, I didn't really want to kiss her, but I wanted to look like her. And I just thought I was like, so it was a very arousing video. I don't. I didn't know how to locate the arousal exactly, but it was like, locate did a lot for me. Exactly, but, such a good descriptor of like trying to figure it out in middle school. You're like, I get this in a pants way, but I don't know yes. how or why. Yeah, I feel like a lot. We were talking about this last week on the episode. We were talking about sexual awakenings and of talking about like, what does it mean? It's like in a time period before you understand your sexuality right. and the feelings that like, oh, 
this turns me on. You watch things that you're like, I don't know, I'm just drawn to this <laughs> yeah. for some reason because you don't have the vocabulary in your body yet. Yep. Exactly. And so I felt that way about Aaliyah's video, Are You That Somebody? But it's interspersed with all this Dr. Doolittle footage, you know? <laughs> and so it's That's <laughs> a perfect example. A soundtrack movie, a spank bank mu- music video, rather, is like the best example. Yeah, just there it is. It's like randomly Eddie Murphy is there. Which you don't find. I mean, I get it. Oh, I, was it? Did it also have the guinea pig in it where he was like, Me handsome, my friend is blowing in the wind. You know what it is? I loved that part. For me, also, I'm going to throw it out there too. Austin Powers, Definitely. man. Heather oh, Graham. Yes. Uh, I've, I have a buck toothed fucking Mike Myers just <laughs> in the background of many of the sessions I've had with myself. It is so weird. And now no one will know. This is a relic of an older time, right? This is a different, this is totally like doesn't exist, I feel like, anymore for the most part for a lot of uh, a lot of the children out there. So I just want, if you're a child just starting to masturbate well, and you're listening to this we... program, <laughs> I'm not saying I want any part of it, but I'm saying consider yourself lucky, you fucker, because you get the, the the buffet of of delights, but I'll say this: the trade off, kid, Whoa. is that I don't have your weird. I don't need to get stepped on, to, you know, to shoot a fucking load. Whoa, out, you know don't I mean? you don't have to kink shame a whole day. Some of us need no, to stare bad, at Nick Cage, but you know what I mean. Right? I just feel like that's the trade off: is that you also get exposed to so much of it. So much of it. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you're like, I have to smell shit just to get a boner. Yeah, and then there are sometimes when you look at someone like Paris Hilton, who doesn't know how to cook, be given a cooking show from Netflix to realize that your life doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, she got a full, like, can you imagine being given the opportunity to have a cooking show on Netflix? And she doesn't, the whole joke is that she doesn't know how to cook. Remember? Yeah, remember, remember when she made the lasagna? It's awesome. I loved it though. We all loved it. That's I the know. thing. We all I'm loved gonna it. Watch it. It's so good. But the only problem is the premise is going to fuck it up. Yeah. They're copying the Selena Gomez premise of a celebrity coming in and showing her how to cook. The funny part was her trying to do it herself. Yes. yes. And I don't know if they're going to match that. I mean, it's going to be, I'm sure it'll be an entertaining show. I'm sure it'll be fun. But I. it always bugs me when I see something like this and I'm just like, but come on, I mean, can I just be in the room for the pitch? Because like this isn't the show, right? That's not what people came for, and this is really like com- completely like a disservice to the show. No, what they should be doing is they give her ingredients, yeah, and give her a picture of what she's supposed to make, yeah. and say make it. Fuck yeah, that's dude. what I want to watch. I want to see that show. Like nailed it, but with Paris Hilton, exactly yeah, nailed it, but just Paris Hilton instead of random people. Exactly. Also, they should have it be really simple, like things that most fun adults know how to make because she just won't know how to do it. It's like, right, I think that it is, even though we loved it so much, I do think that there's just no way, you're gonna you're gonna kill the joke because the whole thing that was so good about it was that she was like sincerely making this lasagna, but also it wasn't like she was trying. That was the best, she was just like, I, I don't 
don't know. I guess that's hot. Remember when she had the gloves on and she mixed the meat? Do you remember with the gloves on with her cut off gloves? Like it was so perfect, (laughs) and they're gonna beat it to death. It's like when you listen to a song too much. It's just like this was perfect because she was doing this. She didn't give a shit. Nobody gave a shit. She didn't know what she was doing. It was awful, but it was so good. And now they're gonna try to overproduce it. And you're right, Holden. It's not even the right premise. The industry right now, just throw it out there, has literally no idea how the fuck to monetize what people love right now. No. Yeah. They just yeah, don't. that's true. They don't podcasts, TikTok, like they don't know how to do it. Exactly. It explains what happened with Quibi, mm-hmm. where it's like, you guys, totally. stop trying to make this into this huge corporation thing when like part of the reason why people like it is because they are fringe little one-off Things right. and that sometimes you can't beat the dead horse. See, I just turn it Jackie, into like, a hamburger. I've been dying <laughs> to. I guess that is true. You, uh, yeah, you be, beating a dead horse will eventually turn it into a some hamburger. Type of food. But is it the kind that you want? No, nah, I guess not. It's not that Kobe beef I had in Vegas. Either oh, way, give him the Kobe oh, beef. Right, it was so before good. we. You know what? A great segue. Kobe beef. Right into Cotties. Mm, this yes, goes please. out to Andrew. Andrew wrote into us and said, I don't know why, but I immediately needed to share this with you guys. I saw it on TikTok and I wish I had a trigger warning. <laughs> Proceed with caution, but also I kind of want them. Thank you so much, Andrew. Andrew sent us a link. Trigger warning fish now, samples. I have fish seen samples. <laughs> They're fish samples. And it makes me immediately. They are called Cotties, C O D D I E S. You put your, I think you put your foot in its ass and your toes peek out of the mouth of the the fish. The only thing I immediately thought of was how much Holden was going to throw up, (laughs) as well as how much Tom Cruise would love this. Tom Cruise uh, would is. love it. That's true. He would love it. It, it, it. The I was just screaming. I I responded. So upset. Why? Because I've never been, everyone knows the feet thing with me. I'm just disgusted. I'm I'm enthralled and disgusted. I get Um, it. And I've just never been exposed to so many upsetting. There's not even a foot in the picture, but imagining a foot sliding into those Oh, you can scroll for the feet. There's pictures. (laughs) What if, Holden, what if we combine the premise for Katy Perry's fruit sandals, fruit flops, where it smells like fruit. We take the fish flops, they smell like fish. Like raw fish at the supermarket. Honestly, how could they not? Because these they're made of like slippery rubber. Honestly, think of wearing. I'll right. wear them. You're, man. you're at a lake. Send them to me. Your feet I'll wear get wet. They get dried. Your feet get wet. They get dry. Your feet get wet. They get dry. You know when you shove your feet into sandals and it's like, oh, they're a little bit wet. And the, the funk that comes from that shoe, I think it's going to already smell. Bad, right? Jack, it's a rubber shoe, like a croc, like a flofer. I know you love your All crocs, right. MJ. Look, MJ. <laughs> MJ, if you you go ahead and get sexually assaulted by Tom Cruise, no! I'm going to sit back. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna, they're gonna get foot fucked. I don't like that talk. What did I say? I'm gonna get foot fucked. Tom Cru- I'm just saying it's a rubber shoe and give me the shoe and I'll wear it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> If you send it to me. Uh, I thought you were talking about wearing the raw fish meat. No, I'm not wearing the raw fish meat. Jackie's describing that the shoe is going to smell bad because it's like a sandal. It's just a rubber shoe. It's just the same as any other shoe is what I'm saying. And I'm saying, I, I say, God bless it. Oh, I'll wear God the rubber shoe it. that looks like a fish. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just a 
sandal shaped like a fish. Why is that so offensive? <laughs> it's just a realistically fish-shaped like sandal. It's like a billy bass for your two feet. What is the problem? Oh, God. Extra <laughs> billy bass. I don't know if I need extra billy bass in my life. They should make it sing, and then I would I would buy two pairs. Oh, my God. I was trying to look for... I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. If you have a billy bass that I can give to Kissel, please send it to me. I'm trying to find one that's not that's going to actually work. Apparently, they don't sell them anymore. And I've been looking on Take eBay. Take me to the river. I, I think that Kissel has to have one. And his birthday is coming up. And I think he needs one in, in his life. There's got to be. you got to be able to get one on eBay. or Get him the fish fish fucker sandals. Should I get him fish fucker sandals? Get the, the largest size they have. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I'll tell you what, though. Y'all can get a, a celebrity conspiracy up in here. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it about fish fucking? <laughs> Do, Do you, you believe in? Uh, hashtag free Kanye. Whoa. Ooh, what? Sounds like something I believe in. That just took me aback. I know, right? This one comes in from Aaron who says, hey, fuckers, <laughs> this seems up your alley. It's pronounced fish fuckers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's pronounced fish fuckers, please. All right, we're team Tom. <laughs> it was a simple link to a video done by Clever News on YouTube who gives a whole rundown of the fan theory. Essentially, many think that Kim tried to put Kanye in the same kind of conservatorship as Britney Whoa, back in 2020. Oh, this is a real conspiracy. This kind of is a real one. I mean, too. it's sort of like all... Yeah, it's already kind of... Tr- well, you have to believe what Kanye says, which is, at the end of the day, it is kind of difficult, because he especially back at this point. But I do sort of believe it, but you do have to connect a couple dots that aren't necessarily like... Proven. All right, hit me with the dots. Here we go. Back around this time, as we both, rem- all three remember, Kanye ran for president and opened up way too much about Kim's reproductive history to rally, among many other things. Yes. I mean, running for president is crazy enough. Am I right? Come on, people. Am I right? Oh, I know it. Shortly after that, Ye tweeted out, quote, they tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for, quote, prison reform. He later deleted the tweet, but also tweeted she was flying out to lock him up. Quote, like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday, which is an annoying thing to say. He later apologized for everything on Twitter, but still, Britney Spears, and this is really the the front, long and short of it. Britney Spears also got 5150 before her conservative ship was established. And I think the real interesting thing here is that also one of the folks responsible, like one of the major players responsible for Britney's conservatorship is a guy named Lou Taylor, and he is connected to Kim through like business stuff. Whoa. He's like on her team, essentially. Whoa. And so the idea is her with this guy took the steps that were taken initially for Britney back in 2008, or what, 2009? No, 2000, yeah, end of 2007, beginning 2008. To get her, you know conservatored up like those kind of initial steps started to get taken but then obviously it didn't happen so do y'all think kim tried to get kanye britneyed i'm gonna throw it out there i think it would make sense it would make so much sense yeah and not that i think that what if that is true that what she is doing is valid and all right but he was saying things and obviously like even to the public we've talked about this before the man needs help yeah he does need to be taken more seriously of the how scary what he says, especially about their intimate life, especially about their family, especially about his kids, that I feel like 
straight up. If those were if that was my kid, if if he was out there talking inside baseball about my fucking children, I would probably go to that extent of a way to make him be quiet. I agree that to the definitely like must have uh uh must have at least try to get him committed. But I mean, I know people who needed to be that ha- to have, they even committed themselves, right. To like go when they were going through a mental break. But I don't know if like that necessarily means that she would try to and then, and then get a conservatorship going. I think she definitely tried to get him su- submitted to a hospital for, for monitoring. I would, I would assume, especially with the amount of money and the amount of pull that they have, that there's no way that they wouldn't have tried that. That's so the reason more, that, that I think so. It's yeah. like the, that. It's like on an interpersonal level. I'm sure taking out whatever their personalities are. I'm sure that if you are somebody's spouse and you feel like they're, you know, they're going through a, a crisis, like I want to figure out how to help them. There's that. But then the background here is that their whole family is like we control everything about our image. We are we live. Ex- exclusively in the public eye. Yeah. We are the architects of our brand of family. And that is, and then to have this person who is in, incredibly wealthy and also incredibly unpredictable attached to you. And he is disclosing like really inappropriate things about your, you having an abortion and what uh, like, and so I feel like to, to whatever extent there might be, interpersonal reasons that would be sympathetic for Kim to maybe feel like doing something. There's also the whole, the reason that the Kardashian family would be like, we want to be able to control this man. And also maybe also his huge financial like wealth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. I have not even possibly thought about that. Me neither. Oh God. I just got rid of it. Oh, I'm Uh, sorry. uh, It came in from literally like I shut off. Right. It came in from Aaron. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you so much. This is just like, kind of just like now that I'm thinking about this, it all makes complete sense. I, and like you said, I don't know if it may be necessarily the conservatorship was next up on the plate, but it would make sense. And it does seem, obviously we haven't gotten into it too much, or at least what I've been reading, was that Kim was trying to, Kim Kardashian was trying to break up this marriage for a bit. I'm sure. And I imagine that, again, when your kids get involved and it is all of that kind of shit, like we, I feel like you're like, rational brain shuts off and the primal brain comes in. I don't have children, but I would assume... MJ Holden, that I would assume that that was how you would react. Like, no, you will not destroy them. My right, brain, right. my brain is absolutely just torpedoed. <laughs> just I have like primal caretaking instinct, and then I have nothing else. That's it. <laughs> the rest of my, the rest of my, I have I have chatting about celebrities, and then I have are my children in danger? And those are the two modes that my those brain. Those are the two modes. Uh, and they say Perfect. parenthood is magical, and I just I feel it. MJ just walks down the street like lifting up cars <laughs> with that survival strength. Yeah, imagine just having adrenaline in your body all the time. Oh, that I can't awesome. wait. I want that. I mean, the Olympics are coming up. I need, I need to get that fervor going. So excited! A week from Friday, and I know we're about to get into the list. Before we get into that, I don't know how much we talked about the the crazy. I won't even say. I was about to say creepy, but you know what? I love them. They're adorable. The robots of Japan. So scared for this of them. I'm whole so scared thing. Of them. I'm, I'm so of I'm so psyched for the robots. 
I love their cute chibi robot eyes, and I'm ready for them to tell me what to do. And if they ask me to kill someone, I will do See, that. This is the thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about the advancement of AI technology. Yes. But there really is nothing in either one of you guys that doesn't think, and maybe this is too far, that the robots, why wouldn't they gain, like, or they already have the sentence of taking over um, the human race. Yeah, they uh, will. Yeah, did you, did you fo- see the footage of, like, the police robot dogs? That look yes, exactly like I those have. dogs yeah. from the Black Mirror episode yeah. that, that were roaming like around dogs. in front of, like, a... Defund the dogs. Apparently they got rid of them already. I know that yeah. you guys... Yeah, already... dogs are dangerous. Defund yes. the dogs. And over on Side Stories, they Defund yell about the, the security about camera, the, the security camera robots. Yeah, And yeah. I don't know if you've had to deal with any of those fucking security camera robots. Not really. But they're very scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like robots. I think... I have a Roomba, and I thank Roomba for their service every time they clean for me, oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely prepared for Roomba to take over the house one day, and I just try to live knowing that that eventuality is coming. I respect the Roomba. Yes. You got to you got to you got to thank thank Roomba. <laughs> thank you Roomba. Although that we had to stop thank thanking you, Roomba, Roomba. because the children are a little bit afraid of Roomba and so we had to stop thanking Roomba because we had to be like it's okay, it's just a machine. It's not a living thing. Oh, you should put outfits on the Roomba <laughs> and then maybe they would like the Roomba more. Well, we're like drenched in sweat like Roomba won't hurt you. <laughs> but we're a little bit afraid Roomba will eventually hurt us. But right now Roomba won't hurt you guys. It's okay. No, no, no. no. As far as they're concerned, the Roomba won't hurt them because if anything the Roomba's going to hurt you and Gideon before it even gets there. So that's kind of nice. They have a they have human force fields for them and that's what you instill in your children I can't wait to be a parent but don't worry first we've got the list oh who's on the list me Jackie gotta have that list life imitates art 13 times movies and TV predicted the future um, I fell into this because I was reading about Lori Laughlin's daughter and how they brought it up on Gossip Girl and then immediately I was like wasn't there something on Full House where there, wasn't it something with a preschool and for some reason my dinosaur fucking brain remembered that Lori Laughlin, yes, the queen of paying for her children to get into a school, circumvented, is that the right word for it? Yes. John Stamos from doing the same thing on an episode of Full House with their children at the preschool. She Weirdly, did. you got circumvented right, but you got sentience wrong. Oh, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> Gaining sentience. Your C words are just weirdly randomly correct. That's fine. Don't don't get me started on coochies and caterpillars. <laughs> Jackie Zabrowski story. Shove them in there, hope they come out of pupus. Um... <laughs> I don't know what any of it means, but what I'm talking about is a reality. And that also, that apparently, so this happened, Uncle Jesse lies on his kid's preschool application, but in the TV show, Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin, is the one that fesses yeah, up. Yeah, she was the conscientious she one. She was the conscientious this one. Is this, unless we think that Massimo, whatever his name is, was the Uncle Jesse of the situation, and she tried to stop him, which seems quite unlikely. Uh, yeah. Because... That kid, when she went on Red Table Talk, was like, yeah, my parents did that, and they did that. They 100% did it. Did it <laughs> Makes did me it, did so it. happy that you love Red Table Talk. I don't know if you noticed, but um, uh, Jay, oh, God, I'm thinking of Olivia Jade. 
what is her name? Willow. Willow convinced her mother to shave her head. She looks um, great. And get back her confidence of being a bald, strong woman. And she looks amazing. She looks so good. We love Red Table Talks. <laughs> but did you know that Breaking Bad inspired drug dealers to sell oh, blue meth? that makes sense. I, we all knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, when, that makes even sense. Even watching the show. That'd probably be really easy to do, just food coloring. Put some food coloring in. It's already toxic yeah. for your body. You may as well put more other bullshit in there. Put some Windex in it. Clean it out in there. <laughs> But did you know that Airplane 2 predicted the use of full body scanners by airport security? Whoa. As a throwaway gag, pervy airport security watch NSFW full body scans in the 1982 sequel, hmm. hitting a little too close to home in the post 9-11 world. I only completely remember this because my dad's like two of his favorite movies are Airplane and Airplane 2, and they are so dumb. Um, and so absolutely perfect. But I do remember that in being included. It's like, can you imagine being fully scanned to go onto an airplane? And now it's our daily, daily. I go on a plane every day. <laughs> I see your tits. You can always opt out. You can always opt out. I always opt out. And then you get felt up by the the grumpy TSA That's people. way worse. I live for it. That is so it much is, worse. But I like to, to throw my body on the cogs of the machine, Holden. <laughs> Put, feel up my body. You know when you have to bend over and they do the thing where they like check in between essentially your lip and the the <laughs> the nodule of your thigh bone? Yes. And they do. Do when, they finger, when the guy fingers you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh the, my God. But don't worry, <laughs> Jackie. They do it with the back of their hand so it can't Yeah, feel so it's fine. They can't. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> They get no arousal from that. Oh, it's so awkward. On this list, I love this, that the Chris Rock show called O.J. Simpson's hypothetical confessional tell-all. That's The 1999 show featured a sketch where Simpson had an instructional VHS called, I didn't kill my wife, but if I did, here's how I'd do it, while Simpson's actual book was titled, If, if I, I Did It. So yeah, crazy. I mean... I guess that's crazy, but also it's just so right there. I feel like, and Chris Rock is just so good. So good. Chris Rock is so good because he's like, what if, what if I just articulated the thing that is exactly right there, but <sighs> so I did it good. better than anybody else could? And that's like the best example of that. So fucking good. And for some reason, Holden, this one made me think of you, but I think it's because you watched JFK and Quar and then like yelled about, and I still have not seen it. So I think I need to actually like sit so and genuinely enjoy it. Because in the movie, JFK resulted in Congress to release information about the assassin. Because Oliver Stone's strange conspiracy theory movie drove Congress to release the President John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act, which released some of the documents early. Cool. Wow. And, and which is cool that a movie could... Um, I don't know, I guess influence Congress to get something pushed along a little bit further. I think that's the movie that actually convinced me, like, don't just trust the government or, you know, any authority at all ever. I mean, I kind of was already on that tick because high school or middle school was stupid, but like with the teachers, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'd be trying to piss on the desk and they're like, do that in the bathroom. And I'm like, you won't let me be free, woman. Yeah, you put your piss big on the hog desk. away, Holden. Put that big to see hog it. away before someone starts sucking on it. Can you please? It's distracting all. Yeah, that didn't happen. 
We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There's also this one, Star Trek. The next generation featured the pad. Sci-fi technology extremely similar to the iPad. The fictional mobile touchscreen personal access display device has many similarities to the very real iPad created 30 years later. I also felt the same way about watching and reading the book Minority Report. Talk about, I just remember I had seen the movie Minority Report and I hadn't read the book. So I decided oh, to Oh, and then read. this one predicts that uh, uh, afterwards uh, people would just be constantly reporting minorities. Well, right? no. It's so racist uh, But that country. was a big time with ICE and all that <laughs> kind of bullshit. Bullshit that the government puts in. Uh, but I was reading it on the train and I remember I looked up and someone was swiping on an iPad and I didn't have like a smartphone or anything like that at that point. I was like, oh, fuck. Because remember when like the screen would just be up in Minority Report and in the air, they're like moving it from screen to screen. And I was like, that's just so crazy. And then seeing it on the train as I was reading the book about it, I was like, oh, fuck. The robots are going to take over. (laughs) Who knew that this was so much on the front of my mind right now? I apologize. I had no idea. I'm scared of the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not. I Jason Siegel should be because in the Muppets, Jason Siegel wrote a scene that involved Elmo trying to join the Muppets but being stopped by lawyers. The scene was cut out of the movie because Sesame Street lawyers didn't want Elmo to be involved in a Muppet movie. <laughs> Why? Because well, really chill on the line. Because he lives on Sesame Street. He's Sesame Street. He's still a Muppet. They're all Muppets. This is the thing, but they're not. They're Puppets. No, they are MJ, not. They you are have puppets. anyone should know. I do know. They are all in the Muppet universe. They just live in a different fucking <laughs> I neighborhood. I don't really understand, actually. I guess they just, pro- I'm going to guess they, just they wanted, wanted to keep more them separate. Money. Yeah, they, maybe they wanted more money. And they I will say shout out to, to Sesame Street. I believe they featured their first um, two dads couple. Oh. And also um, a vaccinated. This is, we were, I, I had sent over the, of course, the Teletubby of her Tubby Hot <laughs> yes. Summer. Hot. Um, but they also summer. showed. It should be hot. Tubby Summer. Tubby Hot. Hot summer is really <laughs> irritating me. It should be hot tubby summer. Tubby hot summer? Based on the formulation of hot girl summer. Yeah, that's hot true. Hot back summer. Hot tubby summer. And tubby they go ahead and tweet out summer. tubby hot summer. It's not that's so how dumb. it would go. It doesn't they make also fucked up sense. the whole vaccination card. You know, anyone's shot for Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, they screwed it up. It's but crazy. at least, you know what? Apparently... On Sesame Street, they had um, Elmo's father, Louie, got vaccinated. They, so that's, oh, nice. I will say Sesame Street did like a, a several that's right, yeah. like pandemic. They their pandemic programming was 
incredibly good. And Elmo's daddy explained to him why he couldn't go out and play and see his friends. Oh, God. So it was very, very good. (gasps) Another Muppet thing made me cry really hard, and that was the article about Danny Trejo's book when he was on set with Kermit. And Kermit turned to him and said, I'm sorry, your mom died the day his mom died. And he ran off crying, and I started crying too because I could. that made me crazy. Can I just say (laughs) that Jeff has been listening to the Danny Trejo audiobook of his... Um, life story that I want to read it. I super, I need her. I it, love you, his story. You got, if I you like the Danny Trejo, we all know is a fucking treasure of a human being who has learned so much, who has grown so much, and listening to him because then Jeff will just play like certain. You know, he's been telling me about the stories, and I'm like, I gotta listen to this. I have to sit and listen to this man in his own words, who obviously he's not, you know, he's not used to doing audiobooks, and as someone that does them, they are a little difficult to do. And he's an older dude, so his vocal stamina isn't quite there. However, what a fucking inspiration of a human being. Danny Trejo is Amazing. That's it. <laughs> God, I totally see your point, but I do not see with my eyes. Oh, uh oh. I think I'm do? going blind. Items. Oh, oh, we can't see them. Oh, wow, 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 wow. All right, let's do right items. Right. I'm excited. <laughs> Are you the guy from your Spank Bank uh, music video? Is that what that was? The guy going, Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. Uh, and your yeah. jerk off time. Hey, it's me, and you're jerking off right now. So upsetting. You just had to block it out. You just had to block it out. I, I mean, I get it. We've all been there, man. You yeah. ever, you know, like the Randy Quaid fuck video yeah. with the dog barking the entire time. You gotta just zone it out yeah. sometimes. Gotta zone it out. Uh, so here we are at the first one. It is going to be all wigs all the time for the three named actress in her reboot. Her natural hair is a mess right now. Three named actress, big reboot. Wow. It's like fun being a girl in that place. Sex in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker, what's wrong with her hair? <laughs> Please rename Sex in the City. It's fun being a girl in that place. Being a girl in that, that is place. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the 10 episode revival, which is titled And Just Like That, is coming to HBO Max, though the actual release date is still completely unknown. She was recently spotted out with her husband, Matthew Broderick, Alec Baldwin, and Ella. How you say it? She is culturally fluid. I don't know if you know this, but she's now tripling down. She's like, I'm culturally fluid. Thank <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Um, that's but the we're thing, not going to get into that. That's right the now. thing, Hilaria. Uh, and they were on a double date in the Hamptons. And I have to say, it's, her hair does look a little jacked up, but I guess she needs to take a note from what's her name, Miss Bravery, uh, Andy McDowell. Oh, my with God. Her yeah, Andy and McDowell. Miss it is Bravery. insane, by the way, guys. If you look up Andy McDowell right now, everybody was like, how brave. Andy McDowell is for having her gray hair show over at the Cannes Film Festival. She looks great, but also, guys, cool the fuck out. It's just, yeah, yeah, she looks great. She's got silver hair. Uh, she said, uh, Andy McDowell said, when I first did it, I went to the grocery store because we had no place to go and I thought I looked good. And I saw a man there, a silver fox guy. A guy you go, you see and go, he's a silver fox. And I immediately just put my shoulders back and I was like, and so am I. Hell yeah. I am so torn on the story between being like, 
Actually, that is awesome. It really is. Don't call women silver foxes. It is for her. Yeah, but it's annoying because it shouldn't be. Because it's just like, okay, you're a beautiful, famous woman. Yeah, of course you look great with silver hair. Of course you do. But it is still brave because most women don't do that. And so I'm more upset at the media and what the media said about it than how she owns it and lives her life, you know? Yes, totally. There's a tweet in here that like made, gave me flashes of like, oh, here's another fucking thing I hate uh, (laughs) on Twitter. The person who wrote, good afternoon to Annie McDowell's con hair and Annie McDowell's con hair only. Of course you hate so that formulation. Oh, so, of course you do. Oh, you hate so sassy. Everything about oh, the way so, people have fun on the oh, internet. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> if They're people so happy do it with and themselves. it's fun online and it's a formulation, Holden hates, Holden hates it, it and it's great. Holden so is enraged. Happy with so pleased with themselves <laughs> for copying this stupid ass Thing and writing it down. It's like, have an original ever thought ever, or actually, I should just get off Twitter. You gotta, man. I let like it go, that. bro. You gotta let it go. I let it go. Oh, I read people scream at each other too about nothing. I just, I, Twitter might have, actually, people talk shit about Facebook. I think Twitter might be the first to go for me. I think I, it is so. I gave it up a while ago. And you know what? So I'm okay annoying. with it. Oh. I just it has little to offer sometimes, but sometimes the jokes are very good. Yeah. It's the thing about Twitter. There are funny people on Twitter, but also sometimes I read it and I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? Why? Completely. Here's my favorite one. I wish I could give credit to the comedian. I think it's Jared Logan, but I'm not sure. But somebody wrote recently. Well, regardless, look up Jared Logan because He's Jared great. Logan is a friend of ours and is absolutely one of my faves. Somebody tweeted this. I hope it was him, but if not, I'm sorry to you, person, comedian who tweeted this. Um, that Twitter, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but Twitter essentially exists of you asking for serious answers and getting joke answers or saying a joke and having it taken way, way too, too seriously. seriously. So like you either make a joke about something and people are like, just respond like complete idiots and take it. Co- or you are like, hey, what's like the best pet store in, you know, L.A.? And people are just like, your mom's butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's never one or the other. Like you can never just like have the conversation you want on there. In other words, like it's only the one you don't want to have. Anywho, uh, the here's the next one. This permanent A-plus lister and baller in more ways than one doesn't care about how bad the reviews are for his new movie. He already got paid and did it just for fun. Now, does he have a bet with the original star which version will make the most? Absolutely. It's got to be Space Jam. Yeah, so that means it is. Let's uh, trip basketball Le- trivia. LeBron? That's right. LeBron James. And Michael Jordan. There you go. Wow. And Michael Jordan, we know, loves to gamble <laughs> and probably shouldn't be anymore. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't be. Here's the follow-up. There's a follow-up line for that. There was like another Michael Jordan blind on here that said- MJ, wow. stop gambling. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry, not you, MJ. I mean, I mean- I'm in the, the taller MJ. <laughs> now, when I when I introduce myself to people and I try to and they don't hear me and I give an example, I like to be like like Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan, and he shouldn't gamble anymore. You maybe just start including that into it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that's ha- going to happen. I think apparently Michael Jordan also had a million dollar buy-in blackjack tournament at one of his houses over Thanksgiving last year, which consisted Stop of about ten people. Gambling, million dollar buy-in MJ, blackjack. No, tournament. no, I know it's an addiction, but you know, oh my God, stop! I mean, he's very, he's very competitive. <laughs> uh, this is kind of an interesting talking point. One uh, for the to close it out. 
it's very, very interesting. The This Marvel superhero says he will walk <gasps> if they try and put him in a same-sex relationship. Which Ooh. Who's it, that is. Who's it going to... Uh, it's not going to be Mark Ruffalo. He's too... Nope. He's no, too, and I feel like, like... lefty for that. No. Who is in the MCU that's actually... you? We I believe we've talked about how he is classically like tied to a church that is anti My problem is I don't know if this is included in the MCU, but is it Chris Pratt? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, bro. Okay, because I didn't know if Guardians of the Galaxy was in the MCU. Yes, See, that makes that a lot is. of fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Chris you know Pratt. What? I like Andy Dwyer. I don't like Chris Pratt. I'm throwing that out there. Fuck him. Avengers... He's the, uh, uh, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, the Guardians are all in there and everything. Uh, apparently, though, I think this is cool, at least, um, aside from him, a new comic for the character. He plays Star-Lord uh, as part of Guardians of the Galaxy. They released a new comic book that has a scene revealing that he is bisexual, the character is. Which, as he, fu- that sounds fucking great. Yeah. Why can't they, inv- they, oh. There are so many people that are well, like, it's, a it's comic books. It doesn't have to be gay. I'm fine with gay people, but just keep it out of the comic books because they, it's but, in it's the be- comic books. You first, fucks. yeah, exactly. First of all, comic books have been fucking lefty and anti-war and gay forever. The X-Men is a total parable for LGBTQ people. And like, there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even a comic book person. <laughs> Why am I not allowed to get this angry about shitheads on Twitter? I mean, come on, people. When they say they're sassy, dumb shit, can I say something mean about it? Can I be angry about it? It's yes. totally fine that you hate the way that people talk in their everyday life all the time on the they internet. They just are so, I see them being so proud of themselves when they hit tweet they hit that blue button right they're just like oh good morning to Holden McNeely and no one else whoa oh, <laughs> oh you're so un, you're so unoriginal and so uninterested like, I just I can't but I, I can't. haven't I'm so you sorry. ever tweeted like a like a a meme formulation haven't you ever been you like may have seen good morning some, to my wife nothing like i did all the things or anything. <laughs> like, like, i try really hard yeah. to like not no mimic. it's true you wouldn't say that and you know what it is say it out loud say it out loud if you sound like a complete fucking moron maybe you think maybe don't say it on twitter like and it's true because most of that shit Let people have their fun <laughs> i know i'm really shitting on people who are like that's ha- like the one moment of the day they're like happy with themselves. Uh, like, <laughs> but maybe just, try saying it out loud. I love to how somebody. mad you are about it, though. It really does. I like it brings too. a fucking smile to my face. Especially man. when I, I want to be a little basic anger. on the internet. I do yeah. think of you. Sometimes I, I like the, to be a little always, basic. On the I always think about Holden. <laughs> I immediately think about Holden. Every time I want to <laughs> post you a picture it out of Goth Daddy and I, I think about Holden of like, I, I should oh, probably not. Oh. oh, I'm so happy for you and your love. You're my everything. You know? <laughs> You're my everything. Um, I took the my thunder away from you. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Go back to what's more important, and that is Chris Pratt. I just and think- And people being shitty about comic book stuff. People are like, oh, it's- it, uh, I'm, I love gay people, but like, come on. It doesn't have to be so gay. And it's like- Bruh, people are kissing. All, if, if a man and a woman are kissing in a comic book, that's being like aggressively straight. It's okay if there's gay people there. Yeah. And again, X-Men is an allegory for queer people. Yeah. That's just what it is. So relax. It's been queer forever. Yeah. That's the thing. And then, but everybody gets up in their fucking bullshit about it. Be like, oh, but Wolverine! 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 <laughs> Stanley in the 1960s was incredibly vocal via his Spider-Man stories 
and X-Men stories even more so when it comes to LGBT stuff, LGBTQ plus stuff. So fucking vocal about this stuff. They've always been anti-fascist. The comics. They've always incredibly been social, yes, totally. incredibly anti-fascist, incredibly into civil rights, incredibly into talking about gay rights, always. using the X-Men as a metaphor, and and fuck off. Yes. Like, that is so crazy yeah. yes. to even act like that. Yeah. You know? And especially Chris oh, Pratt. Oh, when your kids when see you it, make... oh, I'm so sorry, your kid will see people <laughs> enjoying love. Because Chris Pratt makes so much fucking money. You make so much fucking money. How fucking dare you? What a spit in the face of the of a community that enjoys you to say, I just, uh, I won't do it. I won't fucking do that. Yeah. And I, I understand. Away, I know bro. that we should be accepting of him saying how he feels and what he wants. And I, I, I guess I get that to a fucking point. But you are an inspiration to so many young people. Yeah. Do do what you should do, you fucker. Just because you were just like, eh, eh. yeah, just catch up. That's you know? it. It's just like, yeah, I was yeah. real eloquent with what I had to say about it, but I'm upset. <laughs> That's it. I'm going back to Vegas. All right, he's going, going back, back to Vegas. Oh, we're all, we, should, we all gotta go to Vegas. Yes, right. I'm, I'm leaving Woodstock. I'm going we're straight going to Vegas, to Vegas <laughs> baby. But before we go to Vegas, Holden, can you see again? Uh, yes, I can see again. Y'all killed the blind items. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry, all my listeners out there, when I start going on these rants about how I hate social media cute people, and if you're one of those people, you're the sane one. I'm the crazy one. That's true. So just <laughs> know that. True. I will work on it in therapy. I, just, I need to learn. You're doing nothing wrong, per se. No. But just think about, just maybe try to be a little original. Try to have an original. You know what I mean? Just try to say it's a little original. I get it. Right, it's hard to Can access the originality of Holden's brain is the hard part because uh, it is there's just not so everybody's much going a Holden. There. Yeah, I just don't even tweet. I just tell people what I'm doing with my life with the streams and stuff. I don't even try to be. <laughs> well, we're proud. I don't of try you. to be witty on there. But you are. You are. You do. I, I mean that sincerely. You. You. You have a infinite. <laughs> geyser of original <laughs> thoughts and it's hard oh yeah <laughs> you're spewing it all over everybody with my big old hog out of your hog yeah yeah and i'm sorry too to talk about my big old hog too because y- y'all know i'm taken out there listening. everybody's hard. upset but don't worry I'm sure we might get some emails about it, but for now, <laughs> the emails we've got have nothing to do with that because it's time for shout outs. Shout, shout, shout let it all out. These, These are the emails, emails that, that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. Yes, you might have noticed we moved our shout outs to the end of the episode. It felt like it was breaking up the rest of the episode. But I would love it if you would stick around and listen to them because there might be a shout out for you. Who knows? First, we're going to do a shout out for remember last week we had two sister loves. And this week we've got more sister love. Uh, we've got these ride or die sisters up in this piece. And I've got love to send from one sister to another. Amber hit me up to send a shout out to her sister Shayna y'all are living the country and city mouse lifestyle one is in Seattle and one is in Asheville but Amber needed us to know that your funeral song would be Wild Ones by Flo Rida and Sia yeah. I 
on you a while, but you know exactly the song, yeah. which I think it is a great funeral song. That is a good funeral song. Also, these sisters, they loved the fucking greenery so hard that they used to refer to each other as the double hitter sisters, and they would call themselves the DHS, which I think is much cooler than my sister and I's constant references to the movie The Other Sister, which I'm not going to get into the lines that we reference all the time in our sisterhood, but it's just because I love Giovanni Ribisi. Is that crazy? I don't even think they could make The Other Sister now, and that is for the that's best. one of those ex- we all know that it one is of those one examples of, the of a movie from the mid 2000s where you're just like can't believe they did that not gonna revisit that shouldn't have made that <laughs> but for some reason my sister and i watched it a lot um and uh, you know now we have the other sister references in our life every sibling pairing has a weird thing we're like why do we keep bringing this up right i can't be the only one you're not the only one but now i have to think of what it is with me and john there's all right you start know, thinking think- about it I think it might be the Christmas episode of Saved by the Bell See? where um, Zach's family uh, brings in a homeless man. I think that's ours. We reference that a lot. Very, very, very <laughs> deep within the, the crater that of Saved by the Bell. But I also want to say happy 10th friend anniversary to Miguel and Andrew. Miguel, Andrew says y'all went through your absolutely chaotic 20s together. And through it all, you have been an absolute rock for his emotionally unstable Pisces ass. Miguel has been a constant ear for my neuroses, malaise, and self-defeating mindset, all the while not being afraid to really read me when I need it. We're both page seven listeners and we meet up on Saturdays. We gush about the pop culture news of the the week, but also, which I think is a lot of fun, Miguel and Andrew just started up a podcast. Nice. Give it a check out. It is called The Tight End with Miguel. And essentially, Miguel is explaining to Andrew all about RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey. And Andrew is explaining all about um, sports to Miguel. Nice. And they are going to wait whenever the NFL season hits in. That rules. I think it is a great idea for a podcast. So please check out The Tight End with Miguel. And congrats on your 10-year friend anniversary. Now we got a little self-shout out from Government Junior. Thank you so much, Government Junior, for hitting us up. But what I love is that apparently Government Junior is turning Dirty 30 on Saturday. <laughs> but then also said... Let's actually transition this. He went from a self shout out to a shout out to his wife. This shout out over to my wife because she pulled me from the deep, dark depths of my 20s and truly made me a better person. She may be the only good in this world and she's changing it before my very eyes. Hannah, you're the best person I know. And thanks for helping me realize I'm not the garbage person that I thought I was. Aww. How beautiful is that? I uh, love the way people talk about their friends and partners and shout outs. That's really one of my favorite things. I know. That's the thing. It's like, how can I not read the actual like lines of how you describe the person? Because w- like, what a way, like very rarely do you get to see what a friend would say about you. I know. Towards someone else, uh-huh. which makes me nice. very excited. Yeah. Um, And now we are surrounded by, by new mommy brain, Barbara wrote in, Barbara's a new mommy, and she flayed herself like Jesus Christ himself because her best friend's birthday was on July 10th. And she knew that her best friend was going to absolutely love a shout out, but she blamed the new mommy brain. But Michelle 
We swear it together. We say happy birthday to ye. And although your birthday is already passed, we still send you all of the love in the world. Happy birthday, Michelle. Yeah, you Hell barely yeah. missed birthday, it. Michelle. It's still your birthday yeah. post. You get, a, you get a week before or a week after. You're good. Yeah, it's birthday week. And it's also Athena's birthday week. Another fucking self shout out. And I absolutely love it. And you are the goddess of wisdom and war. You shall do as as you please, and I hope it pleases you to have the best birthday. And we also have oh, our first wedding anniversary coming up. Claire and Daniel met while working together, but then they got to know each other a little bit better because apparently they were both big last podcast fans. Aww. And he says, Claire, with all of the challenges we faced last year, we still made our wedding happen. And I'm so glad we did. I adore you, your family, and this incredible friend group that we have created together. We made it to our first anniversary, and I can't wait to see how many more adventures we have before our next. Sweet. You're my ride or die bitch, and I'm forever yours. I love you. See, that's what I'm saying. That's some real shit, right? Dude. That's no best friend shit. That's, a, that's that, you know what? That's, that's what it is, I think. I think instead of the best friend, it needs to be the ride or die bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're my ride or die. I love telling someone they're my ride or die. Yeah. That is the That's a great compliment to get. It makes me so happy. Yeah. No more best friend shit. It's like, nah, dude, I'm literally going to go down in flames for your fucking ass. It's not friendship. Fuck yeah. We're not fucking, we're not fucking, you know, calling each other, talking on the, you know what I mean? We're fucking, I will literally take a bullet for your fucking stupid <laughs> Fuck ass. Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. And especially once you reach your 10th wedding anniversary, like Rebecca and Jonathan just did. Rebecca, he says that you are the most amazing woman he has ever had the pleasure of meeting. And ah, uh, goosh alert, even after 10 years of marriage, happy anniversary. And last but not least, Megan hit us up with number one, the cutest dog in a wheelchair picture, and his name was Timmy, and I love him. <laughs> and I love you, Timmy, wherever you are now. But also wanted to send in a happy birthday to her bestie, Abby. She's turning 27 on July 17th, and we wanted to wish you the happiest of birthdays, even though you guys are so far apart. And also, when will I see you again? You left with no goodbye. Not a single word was said. That is their friendship song. And it is Don't You Remember by Adele. And it is a very sad song. And then I listened to that song multiple times. And also, I do want to give a quick shout out who's someone that needed the clip so that they could win an argument. Nell, you are not only correct, but barbecue superior. And yes, a hot dog is a sausage and that's it that's for me that's my shout outs and you're very lucky you didn't go to high school with me now because i definitely would have constantly been like hey Dana win hey Dana win now that would have been really annoying for you so you're lucky there all right i think that's the show yo i'll start with the plugs just to keep it rolling hit me twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho check it out monday tuesday friday streams friday streaming jackie a jacking with the holdies yeah uh, 6 p.m. ET. Uh, also, again, thank you. I a big thanks, especially this this week. I'm really scrambling, you know, coming back from a trip to get these uh, conspiracy theories and things together in a tight turnaround. That was a great one this week. It was a great one. These guys killed. Yeah. Really, really yeah, appreciate when you when you send in emails to the page seven podcast Gmail. That's page the number seven, the numeral seven podcast at gmail.com so uh check that out and send them in and keep them coming and that's all for me jackie oh my 
My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me for my sex show or my fashion show over at twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We do those on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Come check it out. And if you don't have time and you can't, come check it out on our Twitch site. All of the VODs are posted. Um, I love you guys. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. MJ? My name is MJ, and I am MJKLCat on Instagram. And, uh, you know, you might see a couple of pictures of my kids on horsies. Oh, my God. The pictures of them on the horsies made me goosh in a... In a family way. I got two horse girls now. We're entering horse girl land because they saw animals for the first time in their life. Because we're outside of the city. (gasps) And now they love horsies. Should I get them goats for Christmas? You could order a goat. Because now Freddie asks, when she asks for things, she says, maybe you could order it. So she's going to probably ask for a horsey. Oh, I bet that's a lot of fun. (laughs) I bet you really enjoy (laughs) that part of her getting older. (laughs) Um, But on that note, we love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.